Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Freddie, also known as Nighty Night. Today, we have a super special guest talking about his new movie, Walden, someone who has done pretty much every genre in the game, the king of drama, superstar of action, and most importantly for us horror fans, the master within horror. Welcome to the show, Emil Hirsch. How's it going, man? How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I'm really excited to talk about this movie um, I saw it a couple times because I was able to watch it a few times, and I just got to say I love it, man. You've done so much work within the film industry and the TV industry. You're you're honestly like someone I've always like looked up to, and it's something where like I followed your career for a long time, even before I got into film. Um, and it was something just great to see you do like a very interesting role like this. And the first thing I want to talk about is you have a history a little bit with horror. One of my favorite movies that you ever done is the autopsy of Jane Doe. Um, you are really good at being at the other end of horror. And then now you're kind of delivering a little bit of the horror on yourself with Walden. And I just want to ask the question we ask every guest, why horror? Did you grow up with it? Are you a fan of the genre? Is there like a favorite movie that got you into this or anything about that stuff? Yeah. I mean, um, I, I grew up, going to the video store all the time as a kid and i watched just so many movies and um you know i was i would always make my way through the the video library as it was called in santa fe new mexico um i also had the advantage that like the guys that worked there thought i was cool even though i was like (laughs) 12 and they would just rent me any movie so i got to watch like all the scary movies and all the rated r movies nice um and uh I, I I don't know. I just like the scariness of the horror and uh, the kind of like, I don't know. It just, it sort of taps into different parts of your brain and than other genres, you know, like scares the crap out of you, you know, um, or, or it, it's, there's a certain kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's like a heightened dopamine hit you get, or almost like sitting down on a blackjack table or something like that. It's just, there's a certain thrill. Um, and I always, I just, I was just kind of like dug it. And I had a love of, of all genres that, that that is a largely a result of how much TV and movies I watched when I was a kid. And cause I just, I watched all the different genres. So I had a very early on appreciation for good movies in all the genres, um, which is kind of like looking back on it. It's like such an advantage for me because there's a lot of actors that like they they might like one genre and they might do other genres but they don't enjoy it right sure, they maybe yeah. they do it 
then maybe they do it for a paycheck or whatever because they right. think their agent tells them to or whatnot. I like genuinely like love all the different genres. Love sci-fi, I love action, I love dramas, love historical movies, love period pieces, love right. horror. Um, you're a film buff, which is great. A cinephile. You've loved yeah, the craft it, of storytelling. It, it really helps yeah. to be uh, a film buff if you're an actor. Because there's there, there there are actors that aren't film buffs, and it's hard for them because it's right. like half the stuff they make is not stuff they would ever watch. Kind of, I feel bad for them in a way. <laughs> no, no, I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. no, it's that's uh, kind of like me too. I obviously we were a horror movie podcast, which is very interesting because that's our niche. Um, but I love everything about film. I think people just love storytelling. And I think one of the best mediums for storytelling is TV and movies because you can really learn about different perspectives and different outcomes about just life in general. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think my favorite genre is horror because there is obviously every kind of subgenre within horror too. You have drama horror, comedy horror. Uh, yeah. You have romantic comedy horror. Uh, they literally has a horror film for everyone out there, which is great. Um, and I kind of want to talk a little bit about that, knowing that like you love stories, you love movies, and you love um, the whole way of movie making. There are a lot of themes that come out of this movie with Walden. And I just want to see if you had anything that you wanted the audience to take away from this movie. I think, um, you know, the 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 vigilante justice is uh, is probably like when you really look at it it's it's a film that and a, a lot of films kind of play with the idea of vigilante justice where you know you get and it, very often it's not hard to convince an audience of this you know you get the audience to kind of root against people surviving you know what i mean and sure. We we very often uh, as an audience think we're like, well, that guy, that guy definitely deserves to die. You know what I mean? (laughs) It doesn't take a lot. Um, I think the the kind of one of the fun twists on Walden is, you know, a lot of times if you have like serial killers, you know, they're creepy or like if they're charming, they're not really they're like they're like superficially charming but they're not like you don't really like them right it's like there's something eh. off about them right Ooh. yeah it's, like, there's something off it's like eh, he's not like you know it's like they're, they're not really charming they're like want to be <laughs> charming but you can tell that they're, they're just they're unlikable that's right. what it is it's and i mask. was like yeah i was like wouldn't it be fun if we actually had a, a serial killer that like was genuinely kind of likable sure. you know and like not in a phony way. It's just you kind of like the guy. You know, he's yeah. he's and the the humor behind Walden was a big part of that. You know, yeah. and part one of the reasons why you like him is because you think he's funny. You think he talks funny, you think he's kind of dorky, you think he's got a, a decent sense of humor when he wants to. There's something funny about that. You know, some yeah. people are just funny, and in their funniness, you end up kind of liking them a little bit more than you like some self-serious other person that you're kind of like, eh, he's all right. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? That absolutely translates on the screen too, because yeah, Walden, if you like when people watch the movie he's the most likable person in town. Like everyone knows him. Everyone's talking to him. It's like, Hey, let's get lunch. Let's do this. Like, Oh, how's your life? Like he's just an all around good guy. And it's one of those things where it's like, you can't judge a book by its cover. You don't really know what goes behind the scenes in, some, in someone's mind. And 
of course, there's a great twist towards the end where I'm like, oh, I didn't even see that coming at all. It's like yeah. the person you least expect would do something horrible is the but, one committing the horrible things. Yeah, but, but yeah. was it really that horrible? Oh, no, not, I mean, I'm not talking about Walden. Oh, yeah. But I'm I mean, talking about the other twist. But yeah, Walden's like, you're rooting for him, which is great. It's like, but yeah, it's like, it's we like, need, I, right? I'd argue this in a weird way when Walden starts committing his crimes to a lot of people in the audience, he's even more likable. Oh, for sure. He's, he does <laughs> like, the things wow, we think about. Not only is he a nice guy, he's a good person. <laughs> right. And I, I guess I want to go into the how did you prepare for such a demanding role? There's a lot that goes into his character. Like you talked about it a little bit where he is a little dorky. He's a little comedic. And then he also has a different side of him. And then he's really good at that. And I mean, shout out to your performance, man. You're able to switch whenever you can. And it's, and I've seen it before in your past work, but it's like seeing it all on one screen and kind of what we were talking about, like all the different types of genres, this movie kind of hits the head on every single genre too. There is that comedy. There is that drama piece. There's even a court drama, true crime, um, slasher at some parts. Like this is a great movie, man. And I just want to see how you prepared for the role. Um, well, so this was a very, this was a very special kind of like thing for me because when I first read the script, I really had no idea how to play it. Sure. I was kind of like, I was like, oh man, I don't know. I, I just, I just didn't like, I've had no idea. And I met the director and he was kind of vague in the sense of, he was like, I want to see what you bring to it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, he's kind of, all right. So I, I sort of was working on an interpretation of it that was kind of like maybe let's say how the safe road, you know, if we're going Robert Frost. It was like the easy, well-worn path. Right. And, uh, and I kind of was like evaluating the script and with this kind of, interpretation in mind the the sort of the safer more straightforward one but it had a couple of issues with it where mm -hmm. the character didn't really seem as fun and he didn't he didn't really seem as likable or as funny um and kind of like it, it just it just it, it there was something wrong with it where i was like i know that if I do this, it's sort of okay, like serviceably okay, but it's not really what the character deserves. Sure. And so I kind of had to go back to the drawing board because I just, it just was like, eh, no, this, this, that's not it. And, um, you know, I, I kind of started to like think and pool resources of, you know, data together kind of. And yeah. I remember, you know, we're, we're working with Heath Ledger back on Lords of Dogtown. And, yeah. you know, we were talking about how, you know, sometimes when you're creating characters, it's almost like collage, you know, it's almost yeah. like you're 
you kind of you pool sources from your past or from other performances or from people you know or like or or anything right yeah and uh you know part of an actor's job is is creating characters yeah and um and that was something heath was like amazing and uh you know not just playing like biopic characters but really creating characters and uh so we kind of like i would i th- i sort of was like well i loved philip seymour hoffman in capote his performance Great he's so performance. good yeah and it's such a unique voice that he did i really i liked yeah. his voice so i started thinking well maybe a vo- like doing a a kind of a unique voice could be something that would work and 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 what philip seymour hoffman also had in capote is a hilarious sense of humor. Yeah. And I also was really inspired by Sean Penn's performance in Milk, which I had a front seat to because I was in it with with him. Yeah. And the boldness Amazing and the kind of that that boldness and the likability and the exuberance. Right. And there was something kind of coiled about Walden and kind of like by the book which reminded me of two animated characters Ned Flanders and SpongeBob <laughs> and SpongeBob SquarePants love to hear it and uh and it was like kind of like there was also an element of you know when he starts to turn of almost um like Bill the Butcher or something uh, sure. in gangs of new york you know like like the scene where he bashes brennan gleason's head in yeah a man in a control There's something similar yeah. to that about the belt scene where he's like belting the nurse you know it's um so it was it was kind of like just pooling a lot of a lot of inspirations that i've had in in my life and in my viewing of these films and and kind of like I sort of like had those influences and then I was sort of like dialing my radio in and trying to find the right frequency. And then I just sort of had like a eureka moment where all of a sudden I just completely saw Walden. I heard him. I saw him. That was the guy. That was the sense of humor I wanted. Like it just it just completely locked in in like one eureka moment. Man, I I love hearing all this. Uh, I think that's a great thing for like listeners to know is that there's so much complexity to acting. Exactly what you said, you are building a character who has a past, a history, trauma, and you're pulling all these resources from like, oh, he's also comedic and that's how he lives his life and how he connects with people. You're, you're making a personality and that personality is something that you're building from scratch and you're building someone who feels lived in. And I think that's also very important to let people know. It's like, it takes such effort and hard work to make a movie work and make acting work and making just filmmaking work in general it takes a whole village to make a movie uh there's so much complexities to it and uh one of my last questions i want to ask you before i let you go is was there any behind the scenes moment that was like your favorite either it was like nailing a scene or getting that impossible shot or just a funny moment on set um maybe something with the cast but a little bit yeah, behind the was, scenes you know there was like 
the director Mick, he got COVID like halfway through the shoot, so he <laughs> had to direct for like three days from a van. Oh wow! Like That's literally, wild. like a sealed off van to a walkie-talkie, <laughs> and uh, and so they would like put him on camera so he could see all the shots yeah. and like block and stuff. But it was funny because it was like we'd be like we block certain scenes and it would just be like the walkie talking to us in the room. Like the director wasn't in the room. It was just the walkie, but he wasn't even, I mean, he was very fortunate in the sense that like he tested positive, but he had, he didn't have any symptoms. I mean, he wasn't sick. It was well, like, that's good. yeah. Um, but that was the first, like directing from a van was pretty funny. Yeah, and he like, was like, he was super crotchety about it, but he was, he was the right director to to do that because like he's honestly like i'd see him star- staring off into space one day mm. I'd be like what are you thinking about mick and he'd be like you know what i'm thinking about i'm thinking about cooking that guy's head in the oven next week <laughs> and i was like wow he's the right guy to write this script so you're twisted i fucking love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I'd be like, I don't know, is Walden a bad guy? And he'd be like, absolutely not. He's such a good guy. He's such a good guy. He's the hero everyone needs. They all deserve it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Uh, like I said, I love the true crime aspect of this. And the nice thing about um, horror, this is as real as life gets. This is a scary topic, right? It's very scary things that happen in this movie. And that's the beautiful thing about horror, too. It helps us survive life. It teaches us lessons about life. And no, nah, I love hearing that kind of stuff, man. I got to say, no, kudos to the team. Kudos to you, the whole cast. It's a fun movie. Everyone needs to check it out. Everyone listening. Um, And this comes out December 12th, right? On yeah. demand and everywhere on digital. Um, It's great. There's a great twist. There's a lot of cool kills. There's a lot of great yeah. moments. Even the courthouse scenes, man. I just got goosebumps. And just like, even the first trial, like, fuck yes this is what i wanted like and it starts off yeah. immediately and i'm just like my because like i'm just a big film boy so i just love good storytelling and walden's walden's it man it's a fun character great story great ending horrific everything we would want so awesome are gonna well, love thank it, you man. so much yes and thank you for being here man it's fucking fun to like talk to you love seeing your career keep going man you're killing it so thank you, know, you. appreciate you Thank you so much. Yes, everyone. This was Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I was one of your hosts, Freddie, also known as Night Night. It was a pleasure serving you.